Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without payment, give without payment. Take no gold or silver or copper in your belts, no bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff, for laborers deserve their food. Whatever town or village you enter, find out who in it is worthy and stay there until you leave. As you enter the house, greet it. If the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet as you leave that house or town. Truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks to you, O Christ. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. Grace, peace, and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The lectionary for today recommends that we read the similar story in Luke. This story can also be found in Mark. Nevertheless, the story that resonates with me is the one you just heard in Matthew. Yesterday afternoon, it was hot on Holden Beach, where we live. The temperature reached 94 degrees. Out on the street, nothing was moving. It was too hot to do anything. I was sitting on the porch when I saw at a distance some movement. Could that be some crazy person actually running? in this heat. I asked Dale to go in and get a bottle of cold water and let's get it out to him. I made him drink it. He was very thankful. And what you have just heard is a paraphrase of the story of Abraham. Wow. Pastor is comparing himself to Abraham. The nerve. But the story of Abraham is the first story of many stories about hospitality in the Bible. And we hear in the Gospel of that today that those who tr show true hospitality will be rewarded. These last few weeks, we heard Jesus' instructions to the disciples on what to expect as they travel and preach the good news. The Gospel is also, as it always is, a lesson through the ages. On one hand, it continues instruction for those who bring the words of Jesus Christ. 
If you're not welcomed, move on, shake the dust from your feet. On the other hand, today is a lesson on hospitality. And the lesson I feel is specific for us, particularly at this time of the year. Most of us will extend hospitality this week as this area triples population as many come to enjoy the 4th of July festivities. I myself have 10 people staying in my house and I will stay in church as long as I can today. <laughs> yes, today we hear Jesus' message about hospitality. It was important to Jesus who was born in a stable, spent his adult life depending on the hospitality of anyone who would offer it. Jesus says in Matthew, whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. It is an interesting addition in Matthew that we don't find in the same story of Luke or Mark. In Mark, Jesus says that we should give a cup of water to a stranger. In Matthew, Jesus says, and whoever gives a cup of cold water to a stranger. Matthew adds the adjective cold. I wonder why that is. Matthew wrote in his, his gospel after Mark, and Matthew took Mark's gospel and added what was revealed to him. So in this case, the word, the adjective cold. It's interesting. A traveler in dusty Palestine would appreciate a cup of cold water. What a treat. What a reception. What a welcome. A drink of cold water. Not just water that's been in the bucket all day, but a cup of cold water fresh from a well. What a reception. What a way of telling someone that they were welcome in your home. Brothers and sisters, you know that guests sense when they are not welcome. You might have been in that position where you felt that you were just being tolerated. You were a guest, but the feeling, the hospitality wasn't there. But Jesus is saying that we must go the extra step to make our visitor feel welcome. Not just a glass of water, but make sure it's cold water. We have to make the guests feel like we would want to be treated. And that feeling is intrinsic in the word hospitality. It's from the Latin word hostis. It's a word that means both guest and host. A message from the ages. A guest should be treated the same way a host would want to be treated. So let's examine the cold water. Why cold? Maybe it was Jesus' way of saying that we should not only welcome the guests, but go that extra mile in your welcoming. Extend yourself. Go to the next notch, the next level. Don't be a master of the minimum. Yes, thank you for that Gen X water, but aren't you drinking a cold bottle of water? 
brothers and sisters, Jesus is asking us to at least strive to do a little extra to bring the gospel, to share hospitality in a cup of cold water. And it goes even further than hospitality. Christ is making us see a world that goes beyond hospitality to an expectation of what a Christian life should be like. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there in that? Even corrupt tax collectors can do that much. If you're kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Brothers and sisters, being perfect does not mean perfectly holy like God. It means to do what God would do. If we were thirsty, would God give us a cup of warm water or a cup of cold, refreshing water? My brothers and sisters, Jesus is compelling us to be a cup of cold water Christians. Jesus is asking us to be committed to something more, to be that cup of cold water. So here's how it goes. To love one's neighbor is a cup of okay water, but to love one's enemies is a cup of cold water. To bless those who bless you is a cup of water out of the garden hose after it's been laying in the sun for a couple of hours. To bless those who curse you is a cup of cold, cold water. To do good to those who do good to you is a cup of plain old water. To do good to those who hate you is a cup of cold, refreshing, delicious water. Praying for those who pray for you is just a cup of okay water, but praying for those who spitefully use you is cold, refreshing water. The Pharisees lived in the cup of unenthusiastic water, but Christians live in that cold cup of water. A cold, cold cup of water. Christianity is not easy. It takes commitment. But when we make commitment, when we call ourselves a Christian, it rings with a certain satisfaction, but also has some humbleness in it. Because it's not easy. It takes work. It's not easy, then. We are living in the wrong life if it's not easy. If it's not demanding, then we are living wrong. That's because our church is a cup of cold water church. So my brothers and sisters, let's let that cold water flow. Let the baptism of hospitality extend and live in that spirit. Let's have that cold cup of water ready. And remember, that is what God would do because God loves us and so do I. Amen.